Hey friend, if you've had kids, you know what it's like to struggle with sleep deprivation, don't you? Or perhaps you have a job where you have to work night shifts and you struggle to find sleep. Honestly, if I could go back to my 20-something self, when I was complaining about being tired all the time, I would literally slap myself. Because I don't think it's until you have a young baby when you truly understand what sleep deprivation actually is. And today we're going to be digging into sleep, why it is important when it comes to your weight loss journey. And I'm going to be sharing my top tips for making sure that you are getting enough sleep and some strategies to help you get more sleep. So grab a pen and paper and let's dig in. Hey friend, before we dive into today's episode, I really want to share some exciting news with you. I have created the Productive Mum Weight Loss Framework. Now, if you have tried all the diets and you're fed up because none of them work, or you wish there was a way to hit your weight loss goals without counting calories and going to the gym 24 seven, then this is the framework for you. Imagine you had a strategy to help you take back control, a set of simple systems that will help you find the time to work out and eat healthy so that you hit your weight loss goals and you feel energized and accomplished. And this is why I have created the Fit Productive Mum Weight Loss Framework. I'm gonna teach you how to get clarity on your health and fitness goals, to cycle sync your nutrition and fitness for sustainable weight loss and how to fit it all around your family. You will walk away with an action plan to take control over your to-do list and reduce overwhelm, allowing you to find the time to implement and hit your health and fitness goals. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time, to throw out those weight loss shakes and quit the diet roller coaster forever, then this is the program for you. The framework launches the 1st of April. But if you grab the program now, before the end of March, you will get it at a special pre-launch price. All you have to do is use the code MARCH at checkout, so M-A-R-C-H at checkout. The links are in the show notes and you're gonna get lifetime access to the course and all the usual downloadable workbooks and resources. But the most amazing thing about this course is I am going to be hosting a group weekly Zoom, a question and answer session for you to jump in, ask me any questions that you have about the course, about nutrition, about weight loss, about exercise. And it's also gonna be an opportunity for you to share your knowledge, to find an accountability partner, and basically build some friendships with other like-minded women from across the globe. Accountability is key when you are on a weight loss journey and this is where you're gonna get it. So I can't wait to help you start your transformation. Let's do this together. The link is in the show notes. Get it at the special pre-launch price by using the code MARCH at checkout. Hey friend, okay, let's talk sleep. Or should we just talk about the lack of it when you become a parent, right? And how challenging that can be I can honestly say like I really enjoy being a mum but those early days of sleep deprivation with Chloe were certainly some of the most challenging times for me and I'm quite confident that it was the lack of sleep 
that really contributed in all honesty to my postnatal depression that I struggled with. So that being said, let's talk about sleep and the importance of sleep when it comes to your weight loss and generally, you know, how you're feeling in yourself. And let's also, I'm going to share with you today some of my top tips for how you can improve your sleep which in turn is ultimately going to support you if you are on a health and weight loss journey. Now, I am going to say, if you hear me kind of coughing or I sound a bit bunged up, yes, I do have a bit of a cold. Uh, It's that time of year and obviously having a four-year-old at school, there's so many like germs and bugs around, but I feel fine. I think I just sound a bit like... I probably sound worse than I actually feel. Anyway, let's dig into sleep. And as always, these episodes always come to me because I'm always listening to people and I'm always listening in particular to the mums on the school run because they're the same as you and me. Like we all have the same problems when it comes to motherhood and kids and everything. And one of my lovely friends, um, a really, really kind lady who has been so, so nice to us since Chloe started at her new school. She was talking about her little baby who is teething and she's struggling because he's not sleeping. And it just got me thinking, you know, like we've all been there, haven't we? Like we've all had those sleepless nights with our kids where they haven't slept and we've been up and I don't know about you, but I've literally wanted to like you know almost like throttle Tim while he's lying in bed snoring while I'm while I've been there with Chloe you know trying to sort of settle her and get back to sleep I mean I will be honest with you with Chloe I think we did have a fairly like straightforward journey with her but I certainly didn't find the lack of sleep easy particularly in the early days where we didn't really kind of have a routine or anything and it was just really really like impactful for me I know that I'm not one of those people that does well on sleep. So I think this is why it's so important as well to talk about how sleep can impact you when it comes to your health and your fitness. And I think really the main takeaway from this episode really is that if you are going through a period with your children, whether they're babies or whether they're older and they are going to school and they've got unwell or whatever, if you're going through a period of sleep deprivation or they're waking up in the night, First of all, like, don't give yourself a hard time about it. And secondly, you know, remember that it's not always going to last forever. It is just a moment in time. Honestly, I know, like, I'm saying that right now with a four and a half year old who pretty much is very consistent now with her sleep. And I remember when she was younger, I was just so desperate for that sleep, so, so desperate for it. But what I want you to take away from this episode is that if you are not getting enough sleep and it's not your fault, (laughs) it's okay, stop giving yourself a hard time if you're not showing up like for your workouts, if you're not showing up, you know, if your nutrition is off track, it's normal, you are not a superhuman. And really, if we kind of dig into sleep deprivation, well, I say sleep deprivation, but lack of sleep, if you like, there are two key impacts when it comes to the lack of sleep and the impact it has on your weight loss. First of all, if you haven't slept, you feel tired. And the last thing you wanna do when you feel tired is go and do a workout. Like your body's just like, uh, no, thank you very much. I'm really tired. I don't fancy doing that. 
And next up, lack of sleep means that we are more likely to snack on like high calorie, sugary, fatty foods because your body's looking for energy because you haven't had enough sleep. So you're more likely to want to eat those foods. So if you combine those two, like the lack of movement and your increase in your appetite, then it's not gonna be a great combination if you are trying to lose weight. And one of the things that we'll dig into here before we start on the top tips is when you are tired, your body is more likely to produce this stress hormone cortisol. And if you've been around here a while, you've heard me talk about cortisol and the impact it can have on our bodies, particularly in our luteal phase when we're trying to do like high intensity workouts and that doesn't work because our body's stressed from that. Lack of sleep also means that our body is more likely to produce this stress hormone cortisol. Okay, think about it like this. Every time you're stressed, your adrenal glands release, gosh, I can't even talk today. This is just crazy. Release adrenaline and cortisol. And as a result, glucose, which is what your body uses to get energy, is released into your bloodstream. And this is done to give you the energy you need to escape from a risky situation. Like think back to caveman times where, you know, you might be being chased by a bear or something. You've probably heard of this idea of the fight or flight response. And that is what cortisol is there. It's like a really, really, you know, embedded reaction that our bodies have when we are under stress. But our stress is very different from the kind of stresses that we have had, you know, back in caveman times when we might have been having to run away from bears. Now, once the threat has subsided, your adrenaline high has worn off and your blood sugar spike drops. So you've gone from this sort of phase of having high blood sugar, the adrenaline pumping to it dropping. And this is when the cortisol kicks into a higher gear to replenish your energy supply quickly. And this is why cue the sugar cravings because sugar supplies your body with the quick energy, the glucose it thinks it needs. And it's often the first thing you reach for when you're stressed and when you're struggling from lack of sleep. I mean, let's be honest, let's think about to, I think about to those really early days when Chloe was such a young baby. I was tired. What was I eating all the time? I was literally living off dairy milk chocolate, like milk chocolate. It was like, I'm hungry. I'm tired, what am I gonna have? I'm just gonna have some chocolate. And obviously the downside to consuming so much sugar is that your body tends to store sugar, especially after stressful situations, because it's kind of like thinking, right, I might need this again, I'm gonna store it. And this energy tends to be stormed, stored, I can't talk today, stored in the form of abdominal fat, which can be particularly hard to shed. So this is like a vicious cycle when you think about it because you get stressed, you release cortisol, you gain weight, you crave more sugar, eat more sugar, gain more weight. And it's like this constant cycle. So what can we do to break this cycle? Because first of all, we need to remember if you are struggling with lack of sleep because your child is unwell or they're teething or you're just going through a bit of a sleep regression, whatever it is, 
try to remind yourself that usually this is a phase and it isn't forever. And I know when you're in it, it feels like it's forever and every day feels like a hundred days long and you're just like craving, craving some sleep. But try and remember that this is just for a short period and it's not gonna last forever. Now, second up, the other thing that I always say to all of the clients that I work with, I know that you wanna work out, I know that you wanna eat healthy, but your first priority, if you want to lose weight, needs to be to prioritize sleep over everything else. Because if you get that sleep, you can do the other things that you need to do. Now, I'll just share a bit of a story about how I did this when Curry was young. So when she was a baby and we were doing like night feeds, I would go to bed in the spare room usually about half past seven, eight o'clock at night, and I would go into the spare room. I'd have a blackout blind on the windows. I had a sleep mask on, I had earplugs on, and I would leave her like downstairs with Tim or in her bedroom, and he would have like the baby monitor with him. And he would be with her until sort of about 10, 11 o'clock where he'd put her down to sleep. And I would then get up, at about like the one o'clock ready to do like the early morning feeds with her. And the thing, I know like it was really boring and sometimes I was just like, oh, do you know what? I just want to sit down and watch TV or I just want to sit down and hang out with Tim. But I needed, and I knew, particularly for my own mental health as well, I knew that I needed to prioritize sleep. And by me doing this, it meant that I got usually somewhere around at least four hours every single night of uninterrupted sleep. And that is a game changer. Because if you actually dig into, like there's whole loads and loads of information there about sleep cycles and sleep patterns and things like that. And really what you need is about three hours, somewhere between three and four hours of solid sleep to get a cert, to get, I think it's about two full sleep cycles. And for me, if I had those sort of four hours, and yes, okay, I was then getting up at one o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, you know, to do like night feeds and things like that. But if I got those four hours, oh my goodness, like I could cope. And it really, really helped me with my mental health. Now, of course, I was outsourcing some of this, you know, feeding, changing and everything to Tim. So we weren't like solely breastfeeding. He was using a bottle and, you know, in my opinion, like there's nothing wrong with that. But obviously if you are just breastfeeding, then the pressure is on you. But I do think there's a way that you can be outsourcing this to the father. And if they're a good father, of course, they want to help and they want to support you. So can the two of you, between you, be sharing this responsibility? Because it is a joint responsibility. You are both parents. And of course, you know, he was working at the time, which is why I was actually getting up and going, why I was going to bed early and he wasn't getting up like in the early hours of the morning. And Tim is actually so much better at coping with sleep deprivation than I am, particularly when it comes to harvest time and he's working all the hours in the tractor. He copes with it so much better. But that was what we did. And that was what really helped me, particularly because I did have postnatal depression. It really, really helped us cope with the sleep deprivation. Okay, number three, and I know this sounds completely counterintuitive, 
I am going to say to you to cut out caffeine. Now, the reason I say this is, first of all, if you're relying on caffeine through the day to keep you going, when it does actually come to give you an opportunity to get a nap in or a sleep or something like that, particularly if you, and I am sort of talking as if you've got young children here, like caffeine can be really detrimental to that. And because caffeine's a stimulant, obviously it's more likely to keep you awake. And one of the things about caffeine as well is that it can actually cause more cortisol to be released. And I spoke earlier in the episode about cortisol, the negative impacts of that when it comes to abdominal fat. And that's what we want to be avoiding. So I really suggest you try and cut down your caffeine levels. Maybe think about keeping caffeine just in the morning or try and replace it with something healthier. Like one of the things I am loving at the moment is this product called Go. It's a nootropic, I think I said that right, a nootropic drink. So instead of having like loads and loads of caffeine, loads of cups of tea, I've replaced it with this particular like supplement, I guess you'd call it. But it just comes in a packet, it's a powder, you add it into your water, you mix it up, and the ingredients in it, like the vitamins, the minerals, the nootropics in it, instead of having caffeine, it's there and they support like your brain and help your brain to focus. And oh my gosh, I feel so much better now that I'm not having those kind of like caffeine jitters and I I sleep so much better as well. And it's been a really, really easy process to cut out the coffee and well, I say coffee, tea. I was drinking quite a lot of tea, lots of cups of tea at my desk while I'm recording podcasts. And it's been a really easy process to replace that caffeine and use this product instead and I'll put the link to that in the show notes because I definitely definitely recommend that you grab that it is an affiliate link and the link in the show notes will also give you a discount of like 10 pound 10 dollars it's a worldwide link so you can use that wherever you are in the world okay next up let's talk bedtime routine and you've heard this you know it you know it you've probably got a really great bedtime routine for your kids. And I think it's really important to remember that you need a bedtime routine as well. So whatever it is that you need for yourself, half an hour, whatever it is to wind down, you know, have the bath, read the book, just reduce your screen time. You know, it doesn't need to be anything like, you know, super crazy. You don't need to recreate like your own home spa or anything, but just doing something to help yourself go through the process of winding down. Like one of the things I love to do, and I always get a better night's sleep if I do it, is if I just spend 10 minutes stretching before I then get ready for bed. And I usually like have a shower or a bath before I go to bed because it just helps my brain to kind of switch off and wind down. The phone is away. (laughs) I'm not fiddling about with my phone. I'm usually like reading a book or using like my Kindle to read. Okay, tip number five, get outside as much as possible to get that vitamin D to make sure your body is in this circadian rhythm. So if you haven't heard me talk about this before, the circadian rhythm is this like all this 24 hour cycle that our bodies have where, you know, we know when the sun comes up, we should be up and when the sun's going down, we should be going to bed. And what we want to be doing is making sure that we're reinforcing this circadian rhythm with our body. So 
that means going to bed when it's dark obviously and try not to be up as much as we can do at night in the night but it means going outside and getting that sunlight like getting and I say sunlight because like let's be honest in the UK most of the time it's raining particularly at the moment but just getting daylight getting daylight getting vitamin d just really really does help your body to enjoy like those endorphins and the endorphins that you are creating when you're exercising and when I say exercising I'm not talking about like a full-on hit class at the gym talking about going for a walk like for half an hour 20 minutes whatever it looks like for you whether it's you know you put your kid in a pushchair and you go for a walk or you go for a walk during the day in your lunch break just getting outside getting some movement getting those endorphins going is actually going to counterbalance the impact of cortisol as well and finally my final point and I sound a bit ranty today don't I I want to tell you to stop beating yourself up stop giving yourself a hard time if you are tired and you don't feel like doing a workout this is why we talk about cycle syncing this is why I'm so passionate about cycle syncing and just getting in tune with your body getting like intuitive with it understanding it listening to it knowing what it wants what it needs having that knowledge so that you can make better informed decisions when it comes to your nutrition and your fitness and all of the things stop beating yourself up if your baby has not slept all night and you don't feel like doing your full on HIIT workout that is okay and you probably shouldn't be doing it because you're more likely to stress yourself out increase your cortisol and probably even injure yourself so you really don't need to be worrying about that you do not have to be the person the mum that bounces back like all of the crazy celebrities over on Instagram. Let's have a reality check here, my friends. They probably have their own personal nutritionist. They probably have a chef. They have a professional photographer who is editing and airbrushing all of their images as well. Let's get real, okay? And let's do something different. How about you just celebrate the fact that you got through the day you survived it and you actually were there doing the best that you can for your children and you showed up for them they're clean they're fed they're happy it's okay you need to give yourself a break sometimes please celebrate each day and on the days when you're tired and maybe your kid's unwell and they're not at school or they've been up in the night and they're home and you're sat on the sofa, just enjoy those moments. And this is something I have to remind myself with Chloe as well because they are only young for such a short period and in a blink of an eye, they're gonna be grown up, they're gonna be sat in their bedrooms wanting to be on their phones and playing on whichever games console or whatever it is that is there at the time and before you know it they're going to be growing ups so enjoy those cuddles chill out on the sofa and just see it take these moments to relax and stop giving yourself a hard time because as I always say on this podcast you do not have to be pushing hard 24 7 and that is exactly what cycle syncing is about and if you haven't heard about cycle syncing 
go and check out episode 189 or go and grab my weight loss framework because within that online course is a whole unit about cycle syncing your nutrition and your fitness and your productivity and your motherhood. It's game changing my friend. I can't wait to see you on that course and I can't wait to see you on those Zoom calls. Have an amazing day and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.